This is the Andrew Warner Life Coaching Podcast, and I am Andrew Warner, a life coach based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. In this podcast, I plan to share with you ideas that will help change your life and help you get more meaning out of life and create a bigger impact in the world around you. So whether you want to be a better leader, lover, friend, parent, stick around and I will share with you the best information in the life coaching field. If you want to get in touch with me for a session or you just have a question, you can find me at www.andrewwarner.org. On some level, everybody knows that we have a need for certainty in our lives, whether that be having a roof over our head, uh, money to pay the bills, just a general assurance that we shouldn't be experiencing pain or trauma all the time, that we should have some semblance of safety, security, and regularity in our lives. What people don't seem to understand as much is that uncertainty is just as much a human need as certainty is. Some people prefer one or the other. You know, you've got the rigid, buttoned-up accountant versus the person who lives by doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, doesn't really have a focus on the future, enjoys variety. You've got your two archetypes, but at the end of the day, they both have some sense of certainty and they both have some sense of uncertainty. But most people tend to fear uncertainty more than they do certainty. Uh, why is that? I don't know. People do get bored, and that's where certainty goes arise when you get too much boredom. But it seems a little bit scarier to not know where your next money's coming from, or not know if your wife's going to stay with you, or if your husband's going to leave you or cheat on you. All those things that kind of make you wonder or challenge you. So one of the best things people can do with their lives is understand that they need some sense of uncertainty and get it in a healthy way. Not only that, but learning to appreciate when you're challenged with a new situation that that's actually meeting a need you have for these new and challenging things. You know, we can't just live a life of pure certainty and get bored all the time. So when you're faced with those challenges like, uh, you know, career transition or things in your marriage aren't going well, you say, okay, how am I going to grow from this? So when you look at uncertainty, what you're really looking at is growth opportunities or change opportunities. And those are typically regarded as a good thing in our lives. So there's two people I primarily want to talk to today. There's the person who's kind of stuck in their certainty and routine rut and how they can get out of that and maybe why they should appreciate it. And then the other person is the person who is facing great uncertainty and is growing concerned or going inside themselves because they feel like the uncertainty is too much to handle. So first, let's look at the person whose life is filled with certainty. You've got money, you've got the job you want, you've got a routine, you wake up every morning and say your prayers and do your workout routine or whatever it might be, and your life is pretty much set, you know, almost to the point where people find you boring. Uh, now that being said, you're getting your uncertainty from somewhere. We just don't know where. It could be something as simple as going out spontaneously one night. It could be once a week you try a new ethnic food. Something very simple, but gives you just that little dose of variety that your, your mind craves. So those are obviously healthy ways to meet those. Now the problem comes in when people don't get their little dose of 
uncertainty or variety. This is where these sneaky, destructive behaviors tick in. You know, you can start, you know, picking up donuts before work, or you can start doing drugs or experimenting with alcohol abuse or something like that, just because you're so stuck in this routine that suddenly you need to get yourself out of this, you know, rhythm that you're in. You just need to play a different song. So that's where it starts to get destructive. You know, people who are too routine in their relationships will start to flirt with people outside of their relationship because, you know, what's different? Nothing. So you need to find that difference. So your choice there is you can either say, okay, this Andrew dude, he told me I have a need for uncertainty. And I've noticed that he's right. I notice that every time things start to go smooth sailing, that I start to kind of drift into these bad habits uh, or I start to find these other things that aren't necessarily healthy expressions of uncertainty whether that be you know flirting or you know like I said doing doing some drugs or anything like that anything that is just a little bit outside your beaten path so if you're one of these types of people let's take a, let's take the relationship for example let's say your relationship You've been dating for a long time, you've been married for a long time, and everything's been kind of mechanical. You can either add some uncertainty or some variety into that relationship. You can grab your wife and say, hey, we're going to go out salsa dancing tonight. And your wife's going to be like, well, that's crazy. You're not a salsa dancer. We don't salsa dance. We just watch Netflix this time of night. So this is this is clearly wrong. And there might be some resistance there, but don't resist this because you guys both have this need and you're going to find it somewhere else if you don't do this new thing that challenges you both to grow and takes you out of that, you know, that rhythmic system. Where da, 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 da. Get out of that rhythm every once in a while where you're going to get out of it in a bad way. Now, the other person I wanted to talk to was the person who has some genuine uncertainty. Let's say your business is collapsing. Your marriage is collapsing. Uh, your your career has just been you just been laid off. All these are huge challenges, and they're very much going to make you grow as a person. Now, when you're in the weeds on this sort of thing, it can be very challenging. You don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're not focusing on the past where you've had similar situations and you've overcome it. Uh, you're not focusing on the times you've kind of hit bottom or gone close to bottom and and bounce back. Instead, you're focusing on the pain and the trauma that you're experiencing right now, which is perfectly normal to do. However, I implore you to look back into your banks of memories and remember the times this has happened before. And you should you should probably have a good frame of reference for times where things change dramatically. We all do to some extent. I mean, even the transition from going to high school to college, that's a huge jolt. The old you has been uprooted, planted into a new space, and you thrive. If you didn't go to college, you had a similar experience. You know, you you went from a young person to a working person. And we all go through that to some extent. And we all come out a new person. Hopefully a new person that you that you like. If that wasn't the case and you've never had an experience like that, then you know maybe it's time for you to to do some deep work on yourself, but most of us have those frames of references. But the point being is that you have lots of opportunity to both handle this situation, 
take on this growth opportunity and recognize you're going to come out better. But in the meantime, as this experience is happening, what you need to do is add certainty into your life in easy ways. Now, when I say easy ways, I'm talking about the little things you can do. So when I go back to referencing the certainty-oriented person, you know, what, what sort of things do I mention? They wake up at a certain time. That gives them certainty. They might do a workout first thing in the morning. That ritual, that ritualized exercise every morning gives them a ritual that, that gives them certainty. There's all sorts of little things you can add to your life. A 10-minute meditation, a walk, you know, walk your dog 20 minutes a day. These little activities are like touch points in a storm, you know, a touchstone to that certainty that you need. So if your life is chaos and everything is falling apart around you, the best thing you can do is build these little rituals to help you survive this hard time as the new you comes out of this challenge. So yes, the new you is coming, but in the short term, what can you do to keep the world from spinning off its axis? These little rituals that you can put together in your life will give you that sense of certainty that your body and soul and mind and spirit longs for while you are transitioning to this new awesome version of you. So today I want all of you to take this kind of information about certainty and uncertainty and I want you to think and reflect about how it impacts your life. So you have a need for certainty. You have a need for uncertainty. What I'd like you to do, if you would, take out a piece of paper. You know, make two columns, certainty and uncertainty. And I want you to write in each column how currently you're fulfilling each need. You know, what are you doing that gives you rituals and certainty and security and keeps you free from pain and trauma and gives you routine? And what are you doing to get variety, to get challenge? What experiences are you going through that are giving you that sense of rhythm breaking where you're not just listening to the same song in your life over and over and over again. Like I said, this can vary widely from person to person. So you might have the tiniest little thing, the tiniest little glitch where you're like, you know, my sense of certainty comes from on Thursday I watch Grey's Anatomy instead of reading my book. That's That can be a little bit of uncertainty. It could be something as wild as, well, I, uh, I'm being infidelitous in my relationship. So that's both uncertainty to varying degrees, of course, but how are you doing it? And what would be a healthier way to do both? You know, so if you're using drugs for, for either certainty or, un or uncertainty, that may or may not be working for you in your life, but if it's being destructive, which I, I'm guessing it probably is to some extent, what's a way we can replace it with something that would give you the same need fulfillment without hurting yourself or those around you? And that's ultimately the question when we're meeting our needs, is is it healthy for us and is it healthy for the people around us? So write that list down, feel free to email me or let me know what you got, and I look forward to talking to you next time.